Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Tutal Stuck Thompson. With me, as always, the early goer, the one who knows just about everything there is to know when he's here. And he's here now, but he won't be because for the next, I don't know, four years, he seems to be leaving early. So... Uh, Nate, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me today, Charlie. It's been a really great day so far. Uh, actually had a good day in the market, so that was nice, mm. even though the market is real dumb right now. Didn't make it into the dumb bleep because there's so many other dumb things That's that we right. have to talk about. That's right. Um, Give but, me a quick synopsis real quick, because today it was interesting. The Dow was down about 500 points, but the SPY, the S&P, and, and the NASDAQ were up. Um, and then you also have bond yields going up and the stock market went down yesterday and the Dow's continuing down, but the spy and the, or I'm sorry, the S and P and the NASDAQ are going up. Give a quick, just a little rundown of what our market situation is. Well, I've really only looked at the S and P. We're not in some kind of a crash territory yet. There is a, we're still in correction territory yeah, right now. That's what I was completely, to. completely normal pullback that's happening obviously libertarians were waiting for the big one all the time. There's been a sell-off over the last few days. It's been shaky. We're coming up on 4,000 on the S and P. It looks really shaky. Uh, if you look, we had about the same pullback at the end of January, but almost the same move. So it's, uh, it's not, we're not there yet. We're not in the crash territory yet, but we're just going to be watching the patterns and seeing how they shape out. Bond yields going up normally means that people are shifting their money from the market into the bonds because they're looking for some safety and some secure returns on things. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. When people start shifting money, the yields start to go up. The yields start to go up. People start thinking that they need to shift their money. So the, those two things happen at the same time. Here's my theory. Yeah. Tell me what you think about this. The reason why the S&P and the NASDAQ are up today, but the Dow's down still it's because old money, so to speak, is doing that same thing they've always done, which is when bond yields go up, they move their investments over. Mm -hmm. The new money in tech. They're buying the dip. They're buying the dip. <laughs> yeah. So you're seeing the NASDAQ, which is all tech stocks. And then the S&P obviously is in tech with Apple and Tesla and all those other companies that the S&P has. I think that's why you're seeing that difference of the three, obviously, major indexes there. Um, what do you think about that theory? I, I think that that's a pretty good theory overall. Um, I tend to just look at patterns on charts. And so that is really, I, do, I, don't, uh, I don't pay much attention to the fundamentals and the, and the money that's moving around behind it because all of that is reflected on the charts most of the time. I just find that interesting. Yeah, yeah. I really haven't looked, I haven't looked into it, but that sounds like a very viable theory. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds good. Yeah, it's, you heard it here first. If that's the actual case, that's, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Um, we, I mean, there's there have been other times where the Dow, uh, where one of the indexes is down, and the others are up. But with bond yields also going up, I just, I, in my theory, could be that the the old school, let's say, is moving some uh, some quiche over to the bond market, and the new money's like. Buy the dip, bro. Buy this dip, man. Bro, it's these are stonks. You gonna buy that dip? I'm gonna buy that dip. We I'm, got a. I'm fixing to buy the dip. We got a bad, got a bad news. Don't bleep. Something that always frustrates people who are 
libertarians should frustrate everyone, honestly, but it just depends on who the guy dropping the bombs is uh, as mm. to whether or not you're going to be frustrated about it. And so there's a there's a lot of hypocrisy happening right now. Uh, it's still really funny. It, it's uh, there's tons of hypocrisy on both the left and the right. I saw people on the right very upset about the fact that Biden is bombing Syria and you know the, obviously totally pro-war for a long time. People on the left that are saying that this is totally cool and and we're all over Trump for his foreign policy or anytime he would drop a bomb or do anything like that. I, honestly, I saw more people upset that he wasn't dropping enough bombs sometimes and that he was withdrawing troops. I mean, this weird thing where there used to be a very anti-war sentiment and it used to be very prominent on the left, especially, and the Democrats, and I wish that were still here, but it's not. Nope. It's not here. No. We'll get a couple people say that this is a bad idea and then we'll move on. We'll move back over the, uh, we'll move back over to Ron DeSantis uh, doing something in Florida that people don't like or Ted Cruz uh, drove the wrong kind of car or something like that. <laughs> and that's what we'll talk about. Right. You know, that'll be it. Uh, and we'll, you know, what's interesting here is uh, what we're seeing play out over the last, uh, you know, half a century at least is it's just becoming increasing um it's just increasing the partisan hackery mm -hmm. so it's no longer about what you actually believe in it's just about who is on your side who's what, dropping the bombs right and That's then you it. can but and you guys can kind of see that because nate and i both are huge cowboys fans <laughs> and uh, we were also big tony romo fans and we just couldn't see anything wrong with tony romo if he threw an interception it was someone else's fault it really was. So you can see how it actually was people, someone else's fault. See, most see, of the time. still, still. The Don't guy, talk about Tony. The guy's made it to one Super Bowl now as an as a commentator, as a color guy, and now all of a sudden he's still the greatest man ever. But guess what? He didn't bring a Super Bowl to the to the Cowboys. He's no Tom Brady. All right, he's not Nate. It's because the defense was terrible. Exactly. See, <laughs> but you can kind of see how you draw that emotional tie. I'm just giving you one example of football. It's easy easy for most people to kind of relate to, but you can kind of see how you draw that emotional connection to your favorite people. Uh, consider your parents, for instance, for most of you, probably some of you may have had terrible parents. And for that, I apologize. But for most of you, uh, you know, you see your mom as like the greatest woman on earth. And uh, I see a lot of mother's day posts where uh, they're, they're like, I have the best mom. There's a lot like, of best moms. Well, in how the world. can you have the best mom if yeah. I have the best mom? And so this is the bits. We're in a best mom competition. Everyone's grandmother had the best cooking. Yes, that exactly. there was. And so and then everybody's dad's a hero um, uh, for the most part. And I'm talking generally here. So you get that emotional connection. And then if your parents do something that is out of character or out of this this thing you've built up in your head of who your parents are. Cause you forget that they're human beings that can make mistakes. You're just like, Oh my God, how did, how did that happen? I, I still, I'll defend my parents and you defend family. Well, this is creeped in slowly into politics over the last hundred years, really, but <laughs> it's creeped in slowly over the last hundred years. It has, yeah. it has. And, and now we see, you saw it on the right with Trump where daddy Trump couldn't do anything wrong. It didn't matter what he did. There were very few people like us calling out his mistakes and also praising him when he did something right. The same thing is now happening on the left. It happened with Obama. We're, we've been seeing this increase. That's what I'm getting at. 
this political hackery. It's it's whoever your guy is or or gal, as we're going to see here, <laughs> um, that is doing uh, what they're doing, and you're going to defend them no matter what, even if it goes against something you used to believe in or that you do believe in. So coming from CNN, U.S. carries out airstrikes in Syria targeting Iranian-backed militias. The U.S. military on Thursday struck a site in Syria used by two Iranian-backed militia groups in response to rocket attacks on American forces in the region in the past two weeks. It was a retaliation. What are we still doing there? It was a retaliation strike. Remember we did our episode of the retaliation for the retaliation for the retaliation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what war is. That's, yeah. It's called a war. Exactly. Quote, up to a handful of militants were killed in the strikes, a U.S. official told CNN. How many is up to a handful of human beings? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, if you if you like reduce down the ashes or consider that your hand <laughs> has the standard amount of digits. Yeah. Maybe five, five. And how much did that bomb cost? Quite a bit. I read. I also plane, read that the there fuel. were. I read there were seventeen people. I saw it on Twitter. Actually, someone said seventeen people. I haven't seen the actual number, and this article doesn't want to mention it. It's up to a handful, which is literally less than one person. Yeah, <laughs> <You can't. laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't see how that works out. It's probably about twenty million dollars a person. Is what that cost. <laughs> The strikes, which marked the U.S. military's first known action under President Joe Biden, the first known, by the way, because they're probably dropping secret drones everywhere, <laughs> swiftly drew criticism from a Democratic lawmaker. From a Democratic lawmaker. <laughs> One. The site was not specifically tied to the rocket attacks, but Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said he was confident it was used by the same Iranian-backed Shia militias that had fired rockets at the U.S. and coalition forces. Uh- the same Iranian-backed Shia militias that the United States funded back in the seventies. What it's <laughs> that what I don't like here is how they're everything's tied to like this. Typically, when a when an attack happens, the retaliation is going to be you're going to destroy the base where the missiles were launched from, or where they like that's your retaliation normally. And this is or this, the person who actually pushed the button. Yeah, this site was not tied to the rocket attacks that they were retaliating for. But they think they're confident that it was used by these people. Mm-hmm. And we don't know for we're, we don't know for sure. This could have, was it used by? This is so vague. It was used by them like last year. They got they changed clothes there before they went somewhere else. Did they shift through there to do paper? Like how vague can this be? I have to check the satellite imaging. Now, okay, but, thank you. You know, once I get done doing that, I'll come back. The strikes, which marked the U.S. military's, sorry, I just read that. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby uh, said, not John Kerry, John Kirby said the strikes took place at President Biden's direction. I bet he's been waiting to to say that. (laughs) And we're authorized not just to respond to the recent attacks against American and coalition forces, but also to deal with ongoing threats to those personnel. Threats. Mm -hmm. Why are we there? Ongoing threats to the to those personnel that are there and they shouldn't be. Yeah. The site the U.S. struck on Thursday is believed to be used as part of a weapons smuggling operation (laughs) by the militias, according to a U.S. official. The strikes were conducted to degrade the group's ability to carry out attacks and to send a message about the recent attacks. The official said, why don't don't you just send an actual message? Just call it. Can we just call it a war? Yeah. Can we just say that that's what it is? No, because then we're going to go against the Constitution. Because we're bombing 
to deal with ongoing threats to the people that we have there. The retaliation was not specifically where the rocket attacks came from. It was a retaliation for some type of attack, and we think that the base was used at some time for, mm-hmm. the, for the militias. And we also know that uh, Iran basically gave the, the weaponry, right, to these people. Well, if that is the case, I mean, do we know how many U.S. paid-for guns are out there in the Middle East killing people all the time? It's got to be a lot. We're going to have to get Scott Horton on the show. We need to get a hold of Brian and have him get a hold of Scott Horton. Yeah, I'm putting on a list. Put it on your list. I'm going to put it on here. Did you bring in the... I don't have a pen. Did you bring in the tweet for No, because it was a joke, so it wasn't really a dumb bleep. Well, I think... I it think, was funny. I think that this is uh, part of the dumb bleep, in my opinion. Yeah, it just wasn't... It was like a joke tweet, so I wasn't like making fun of it for being dumb because it wasn't, because it wasn't real, you know? But it was funny, for sure. Where was that? It's up here in the show notes somewhere. It's, no, it's, from, it's memes only. Memes only. From um, so the the person tweeted out uh, at Hitwoman, tweeted out uh, Hitwoman is spelled with a four instead of the a. Tweeted out the first airstrike with a person of color woman as vice president. I'm crying. <laughs> it's a it's a good day. It's a good day for people of color, and it's a good day for women. Yeah. You know, now instead of old white men dropping bombs, we we have <laughs> we have colored women dropping bombs too, <laughs> and it's now it's now we we're equal have women. <laughs> I mean, we haven't had this before. You know, Hillary Clinton's been out there killing people one at a time on her own. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. She probably got to push the button a few times. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, it's she, a big day. She got to hold the button too. It's of, a big on day. things like Benghazi. It's a big day for diversity. It really is. Yeah, it's a big day for equity. So that's dumb bleep number one is here we go dropping bombs in Syria. Why the heck are we in Syria? Well, he's got to finish. Uh, he's got to finish Obama's war in Syria. That's what he needs to do. Yeah. Uh, that's what needs to happen here. Well, we started there when he was vice president. So, yeah. So he's got to continue on. Maybe it was his idea. No, he's like, no, I'm the guy in charge. Before Nate moves on to our next dumb bleep, I got to tell you guys about BetterHelp, y'all. I uh, because all this war news is depressing. Um, there is no better place to get help than better help. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. Uh, I use this app myself and you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash GML. Use that link and that'll get you 10% off your first month. It is absolutely amazing. There's no better time to take care of your uh, mental health than right now. So go sign up. I use this app every single day. You can text your counselor, which which happens. In fact, she texted me last night and said, hey, just wanted to check in. How are things going? And um, she's from she lives in Texas, by the way. So I uh, was able to message her and ask her how she was doing with everything going on. And it's just nice to have that that person there for you uh, when you're going through some troubling times. So whatever you need to talk about, uh, you can literally talk about anything with your licensed counselor from BetterHelp. So betterhelp.com slash GML, that's going to get you 10% off. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash GML. Sign up, take care of your mental health. These are licensed professional counselors. You can video chat, text, or call them. And you get uh, you get one session per week, by the way. It's cheaper and more efficient than everyday regular counseling. So go sign up, betterhelp.com slash GML. It's way cheaper. I used to pay like that much per session. Per session. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd have to drive there. 
yeah. in traffic. It was terrible. You got oil. So I gave I gave that up. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't need to talk to that person that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dumb bleep number two. This one is uh, this is a doozy. Now, as far as dumb things go, uh, this is from the Blaze. School board VP thinks that uh, forcing teachers back to class before they're vaccinated is a very white supremacist ideology which, and akin to slavery. Having teachers go back into the classroom before they're vaccinated is just like slavery. It's the same thing. Basically the same thing. That's what it looks like in all the, all the books and all the motion pictures I've seen too. It's essentially the same thing as going back to class and not being vaccinated. From the article, we don't have... I'm going to start with a quote here because they're asking for a date. When are we going to go back to school? When are we go back to school? Okay. And here's what she had to say. Quote, we don't have to give anybody any date. The VP hollered at her fellow board members. We don't have to do anything that we don't want to do right now. And in quotes right there. What a really nice time this is these days for it to be, we don't have to do anything that we don't want to do right now. What a great position to be in as someone who's running a school. That's amazing. A California school board vice president argued that forcing teachers back in the classrooms before they receive COVID-19 vaccinations seemed like a very white supremacist ideology. It's actually one of the, the main penance of white supremacist mm. ideology is asking people to do their jobs that you're still paying them to do. That you're paying, you're, you are being forced to pay people to do a job. And if you actually vote for them to do the job, then you're the white supremacist. It even says here, that's akin to slavery. It's just like slavery. Mm-hmm. Just like it. Uh, Carta Bell Fontenot. Is it Charta? Carta? We'll just I, say Fontenot. You should have just went with that because it sounded fantastic and no one would even know that it was a tough name. Carta Belfontenot. I was going to call it Fontenot. <laughs> <laughs> it's v- just a little Fontenot. VP of the La Mesa Spring Valley Board of Education sparred with numerous board members during Tuesday's virtual meeting and even appeared to accuse the district super, superintendent of racism after he found her comments offensive. <laughs> God, I would love to have been on that call. <laughs> the primary there is video of the call and I can't watch it. I can't watch stuff like that. Oh, I need to. I get to. too upset. My I blood pressure is getting raised right now. Just think, my heart's beating faster thinking about the call right now. I, I need to look that up after this. That's in the uh, the article right there. The primary nice. issue was setting the primary issue was setting the date for teachers to return to in person instruction. While it appeared most of the individuals at the meeting, uh, Bill Fontenot's video, uh, she was that not actually on screen, so you're not going to actually see that. Most of the people there were in favor of actually setting the date. Bill Fontenot was opposed to making a decision. And this is like, so this is coming down to is that if there's anything you don't like, you just make it about white supremacy and slavery, and then nobody has an argument against it. Which is a, which is a disgusting thing to yeah. me. It really is. I mean, that, and it minimizes what actually happened. That's why it's disgusting. Right. Terrible, terrible genocidal atrocities happened in the past against people of color. And you having to go do your job that you're getting paid to do is just like slavery. Yeah. It's the same freaking yeah. thing as slavery. Yeah. It's, man, it's frustrating. Very frustrating, as you can tell. You want to talk about minimizing an it's, issue. This, this is this minimizing. Is, this is the, the embodiment of it. This is the example of minimizing what actually happened. As you said, I mean, my God, the slavery was absolutely horrific, horrific. 
And you're going to you're going to make the claim. You have the gall and the audacity to make the claim that you going to do a job that you're paid to do is the same thing. <laughs> now, I will give her credit that the first three months that she goes to work and has to pay her taxes, then it is can, like slavery. That yeah. is like slavery because she is <laughs> she is being forced to work without any pay because the government takes it from you. Uh, but the but the rest of the nine months, <laughs> you know, yeah. Anyway. Um, while one of the proposals involved giving time for teachers to get vaccinated, at least one board member insisted that waiting wasn't necessary. Bill Fontenot took issue with the idea of forcing teachers to return to classrooms without being vaccinated, says this seems like a white supremacist ideology and um, racism. This this last line here. When board president Rebecca McRae tried to move on and discuss things in private, Bill Fontenot hollered, it doesn't need to be private. Racism doesn't need to be private, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> she hollered. Racism doesn't need to be private, Becky. That's so great. <laughs> this is um, this is a real dumb bleep. Yeah, it's 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 infuriating. Said she doesn't pay much in taxes, and actually, she's only paid with tax money in the first place. So this right. is the attitude of people that are not only not only not wanting to work for the money that they're getting paid, but they get paid on stolen money in the first place. And the gall, ugh, ugh. No offense to teachers. Sorry, my mom was a teacher for twenty five years. Mm-hmm. God, tons of respect. I'm, I'm a, I'm st- a student teaching away from from having my education degree. That's what I went to school for. Yeah, and I was like, screw that mess. I'm not doing that. All it's, right, it's it's insanity, absolute insanity. Nate, before we move on to the next one, let's go ahead and knock out the other advertisement for the group. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm either super wired today, or really, I just got no sleep, and I've switched into that mode where, after the podcast, I'm not going to remember anything that happens. And and because I'm just on autopilot right now, the reason I feel so crappy is because I haven't had any run your mouth coffee today. I didn't get any coffee today. I don't know why. And I forgot to take my modafinil to it. So it's a (laughs) totally terrible day so far. But run your mouth coffee was founded by two liberty loving podcasters, John Odermatt and Ben Pangy. All right, y'all know their podcast. We're going to put actually a link to all of this in the show notes. So Ben and John have set out to bring fresh, roasted, delicious coffee to your doorstep and you de- use these bold beans as a vehicle to promote uncensored speech. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. It tastes like freedom. At Run Your Mouth Coffee, they take your freedom to speak and espresso yourself seriously. All of our coffee is roasted to order. This means that you will receive your fresh roasted coffee at its peak flavor. All coffee varieties are available in both ground and whole bean. Use that promo code good morning. One word, lowercase, good morning. I know those are two words, but no space between them. Good morning gets you 10% off and free shipping at rymcoffee.com. Run your mouth coffee where delicious coffee meets uncensored speech. And it's way better than that nasty long long before you buy it it's roasted starbucks the terrible disgusting roasted probably two years ago before they put it in packaging this one is roasted as you order that's basically made to order roasted bean beautiful bean coffee run your mouth coffee rymcoffee.com i had some this morning it was absolutely delicious Tell me, uh, this is a new ridiculous thing that uh, was buried in that old whole covid bill you know that COVID bill that's going to fix everything? Oh, Actually, they're already oh. talking about another bill after that. They're already planning 
for the next one, of course. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about uh, the pandemic for a second. Yeah. It's still going on, by the way. So this coming from Forbes, uh, dumb bleep number three, paid to stay home. Coronavirus aid bill pays federal workers, federal employees with kids out of school up to $21,000. It's like a prize Mm. when the price is right. It's a nice payment for the betters that are working for the better part of our society. That's right. Uh, From Forbes, the U.S. House version of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. (laughs) The American Rescue Plan. So if you uh, obviously... God, they use they use all the best words. These people aren't dumb. One point nine trillion dollar emergency aid package to help America recover from the coronavirus pandemic as uh, an extra perk. What are the packages going to be called that we need to recover from all of this recovery spending? That we're, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's this. This is uh, it's like we're you know when you try to create energy um, out of a uh, out of energy. Mm-hmm. People have this theory that you can create a rotating. It doesn't exist. But you can't. You can't because eventually you run out of the, mm-hmm. the initial energy that you needed to get it going. Um, this is what this is like. We're just like we we run into a bubble. We have this recovery that we inject. And then 10 years later, we need another recovery to make up for the previous recovery. And each each one just snowballs until eventually we're going to get to the point where you can't you won't have enough recovery for the recovery. It's like when you call your war just a bunch of retaliation strikes. Yeah, yeah. you're going to run out of recovery. <laughs> um, so $1.9 trillion emergency aid to help America recover from the coronavirus pandemic. There you has, go. Amanda and, G, the perfect photo there for it. That's right. That is exactly it. Uh, if you're not part of the live group, you need to Only be. with a bunch of other things plugged into that surge protector. That, that are taking power. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not in, that is a picture of a surge protector plugged into itself. <laughs> so exactly. You guys need to join the live group, patreon.com slash good morning liberty, so you can see all these wonderful photos that happen during the show and be part of the discussion. I know several people signed up. We got Facebook messages. People are like, ah, by golly, you guys are so good. I'm signing up. <laughs> and so we appreciate all that. Sign up, patreon.com slash good morning liberty. So what they're doing is uh, has an extra perk. This package has an extra perk for federal workers. Enhanced, enhanced paid time off if your child is enrolled in a school that isn't back to full time in classroom instruction. <laughs> Critics call it a personal bailout for, for bureaucrats. Yeah, really? It is funded through a new $570 million family leave account exclusively for federal workers. They set up their own account. <laughs> Buried on page 305 of the House bill released late last Friday night, included after the bailout details for states and localities, is a new Treasury Department fund called the Emergency Federal Employee Leave Fund. $570 million in the new fund is available through September 30th. Federal employees caring for others due to COVID-19 are eligible for paid leave. Among those eligible are those who are unable to work because they are caring for school-aged children not physically in school full-time due to the COVID-19 precautions. Never mind all the other parents that are suffering with the exact same thing. The new fund allows a federal employee caring, uh, caring for a son or daughter. Well, I guess if you have a trans kid. that's You're not going to be included. You're not going to be included. Yeah. Uh, under the bill as currently drafted, full-time federal employees can take up to 600 hours in paid leave until September 30. Uh, September 30th, up to $35 an hour and $1,400 a week. That's 15 weeks for for a 40-hour employee. Part-time and seasonal employees are eligible, too, 
with equivalent hours established by their agency. Those of y'all that work for the government, congratulations. Isn't it? Isn't that special it's, that the people who work for the government get this 15 weeks of paid leave if they're taking care of their kid that the government won't let go to school? <laughs> to the government school. To the government school. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Grizz says we should just pay them all $22,000 to leave for good. <laughs> I would. I We talked about just having a buyout someday. Just that's, a buyout. That's a better uh, use. <clears throat> yeah. That is... Um, and uh, Joe, you're right. Is this really a dumb bleep? Because this is literally, this is what the government does all the time. You can do a dumb bleep for every single thing in there. The dumbest part of this was one, the non-PC nature of in quotations verbatim saying that it's going to help people that are caring for a son or a daughter in 2021. I cannot believe this egregious language that is... inside of the bill. Mm. I don't even know that whoever, whoever put this forward is going to be kicked out of office. They're going to be impeached mm-hmm. for this kind of mess. How do you know you have a son or a daughter? And then the other thing is you're you and your kids and your grandkids are going to pay these people to be at home because the other people that you're paying for won't go to work and do their job. So you're paying for someone who won't go do their job. And so the kids have to be home. And then you're also going to pay the other people to take care. You're paying at least two people to take care of your kid every day by force <laughs> at least it's crazy man so not, but now they're getting bailed out yeah so. man insane insanie dumb bleep number three this is a uh, this was a a late one here oh no did i put it in here oh yeah I did. okay we uh, got that, s- that was dumb bleep number three this is now we're, we're moving on to dumb bleep number four yeah let me move this let me back this out real quick and let me blow this up for the people on the video just so you guys can all see that just a little bit here. Okay. Well, this is that's California. A, a new California bill would give $1,000 fines to retailers who have separate girls and boys toy sections. $1,000 fine <laughs> if you have a separate girls and boys toy section. Retail stores in most of California, this is from reason.com. Retail stores in most of California are only allowed to operate at 25% capacity. A new bill in the state legislature would ensure that whatever part of their shop is allowed to be open is an inclusive as, as, as inclusive as possible. Last week, uh, Assembly members Evan Lowe from Cupertino and Garcia from Los Angeles introduced a bill that would require retailers to offer their toys and childcare products in gender-neutral format, or you can get a fine. <laughs> Brick-and-mortar shops would have to display the majority of their products and clothing aimed at children in one undivided unisex area on the sales floor. They'd also be barred from putting up signage that would indicate whether a product was intended for a boy or a girl. California-based retailers that, retailers that sell children's products online would also have a page on their website that offers these products in a gender-neutral fashion. This goes completely against the last article we read. <laughs> the bill. I can't believe this. The bill would allow retailers to title that section of their website, kids, unisex, or gender neutral. They got the titles worked out for the website already. Wow. Those wow. are their options on what they can do. Man, can I say good Lord? And um, did you see that little tiff between Rand Paul and the... I the, did. The, the nominee for the assistant uh, uh, secretary of Yeah, Health? I can't remember her name anymore. Yeah. Uh, trans, a transgendered person. Which, it was crazy. The response was, oh, here's Rand Paul 
you know, explaining to someone who's transgender about people making the decision to uh, to do this. And he's talking about children. Yeah. He's talking about minors. And he's talking about going to pass parental consent. So if your parents say no, that that would yeah. actually be in violation of, of some type of a law, that then the government would be able to say that you can still do it. It's insane. I remember, and here's the crazy thing. I'll tell you guys a personal story. I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like, I don't know, five, six years old. I told my mom I wanted to be a girl and I wanted to be a girl because I was a boy. I wasn't a girl and I wanted to know what it was like to be a girl. Now, obviously I grew out of that. I didn't, I no longer want to be a girl. I'm very happy being, being a man. And I, I, I'm proud <laughs> to, <laughs> to say that I, that I am a man. You're proud to be part of the problem. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, it's like, imagine if I would have had a genital mutilation surgery at six years old mm -hmm. and hormones blocked. So I wouldn't have gone through puberty and instead taken estrogen. And then I grew up and I'm like, oh my God, these are irreversible decisions. And, um, I remember when you asked Parker if he was a boy or a girl Yeah, and he said, I'm a truck. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we should have changed his oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and put I'm some a truck. Put some posi tracks on his dash. That's what we should have done. <laughs> so what number dumb bleep was that? I'm losing track over here, man. There's so many this is dumb number bleeps. Four. That number was number four. four. That's what mm. that was. Is that Bill now piggybacking off of this, Charlie? What do you think about the fact that uh we'll just throw this in? Let's throw this in. Dumb bleep number four together is gonna go on this. Okay. Is this um, the potato head? Yeah. So to piggybacking. Mr. Potato Head drops the Mr. Sort just, of. Just Potato Head. Just He's just Potato Head now. I put a picture here in the group if you're watching live. Patreon.com slash Liberty if so you want to join the Discord server. That's included in number number four. Yeah, that, that goes in there with it. Now, I titled the photo on here Potatex. Because I <laughs> take the O off and put an X at the end of it. And that's what's actually going to Pota happen. Potatex. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. So that that's included in Dumb Bleep number four. And I just saw... Don't believe number five. I'm just throwing in photos here for people that are watching because they're pretty funny. And uh, it's good if you're watching the video. Not so great if you're not watching the video, which is, hey, it's an incentive to watch the video. That's exactly what that's that is. what you guys need to do. All right, so that's Dumb Bleep number four. Charles, explain what you see here on Dumb Bleep number five. Dumb Bleep number five. Let me put this, uh, let me paint this picture for you in colorful war uh, words. Here you'll see this is a high school band. Uh, playing music in <laughs> Winnetchi, Washington State. And what they are doing here is if you can uh, think about a, a band with their music stands, you have high school kids playing saxophone and flute and clarinet. Uh, they are socially distanced. So you can see that they're clearly marked on the floor. They have clear uh, places where they can be. So they're at least six feet apart. And not, that's not enough, though. It's not enough for these band players. They're all also in tents. <laughs> they've, they've created and numbered, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. I saw uh, that. Pods, tent pods. Now, clearly, I would not fit in one of these. But the but apparently being six, far to, six feet apart playing music is not enough. And so they've, they've encapsulated these children in these green uh, tent pods. And that way you can't spread the COVID uh, for these kids. And... Uh, the, the meme says this is not normal, but uh, I just I see this as safety. 
obviously. On second thought, is it best that the kids don't go back to school? Is that actually if, just way if better? If it's going to be like this, yeah. <laughs> maybe. The, the more photos I see from kids at school. Can you I'm, imagine them telling their grandchildren? <laughs> <laughs> Why even have band? I know. Why even do this? Do they do this in PE too? I even saw they had yeah, they had like a sound system set up and they had speakers like in front of a few of the different pods that people were in because you can't hear what the other members are doing when you're inside of that. And so how are you all going to play together in in unison? It's a it's an insane thing and I hope that you guys uh can see this on the video because it's completely ridiculous. And now that I see this, I'm not so mad that there's a bunch of kids that aren't in school anymore because this is this is some emo- in a, some emotional damage here, in, in my opinion. I, I can't imagine what it would be like. You know, the antisocial kids were kind of outcasts a little bit, obviously, and they were antisocial, so that was kind of the thing. They, they really wanted that anyway. It's like everyone has to be antisocial, and I can't imagine forcing so many kids to grow up like this. This is going to change a lot of people. And so that is, <clears throat> that's dumb bleep number five, because if that's what the kids are going to go back to, I don't even think it's worth it anymore. I'm not sure it's worth it. This is probably worse. Get your kids homeschooled, get them private schooled, go do something like that. Maybe sign we, up for the Tuttle <clears throat> Twins series. Yeah. Maybe we just don't mess with that stuff. You got, you got some Ron Paul homeschooling tactics you can use. I mean, if they're going to force you to homeschool anyway. Yeah. Why go through the government curriculum? The Use. best, you know, the best incentive is to work for the government also. That way you can get paid to not have your kids in school and you can still get paid. Maybe that is the incentive structure that governments naturally set up, by the way. Yeah. That they incentivize, they treat the be- the people who work for the government better. And every bill they pass creates new federal jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you notice mm-hmm. that or not, mm-hmm. but there's all these departments that keep getting created. They got to set up oversight committees. They got to set up new departments. They got to set up all kinds of things to manage all the stuff that they're doing. It makes you see that it's, it doesn't just take one big legislation that moves everyone over to government workers. It's, it's interesting to see how this can happen over time, especially as the government shuts down much of the private sector and then incentivizes the people who work for the government to want to work for the government because they get to not do anything and still get paid the money all the time from the government's stolen money that they get to take by force. So at the end of the day, as a private individual, your safest option is to try and get a job in the government. That's about the be- the safest course of action. And over time, as that goes on and on, you'll see more and more people gravitate towards that because that's going to be the incentive structure that the government is creating. And so it's not as if they have to just sign a law that says no more private workers, only government workers. They can, they, they naturally, I don't even know if anyone's thinking that way, that you see them over time naturally set up these incentive structures where people will gravitate towards only wanting to be government employees. Mm -hmm. So they now have, it's probably close to three and a half, almost 4 million federal employees, including uh, military and civil. Um, There's 2.1 civil. That's uh, too many federal employees. And then you take another at least a million from the military and then another probably 500,000 spread out. And there's probably people we don't even know about, but yeah, I'd say about three and a half to 4 million federal, just, just federal employees. Yeah. That's too many. So it's insane. Okay. So insane. Dumb bleat number one was airstrikes in Syria, bombs over Syria. Along with the VP 
Kamala Harris being a person of color woman mm-hmm. that's part of these bomb droppings. Number two was school board VP saying that forcing teachers back in the class is white supremacist and akin to slavery. It's uh, pretty crazy. Number three is we're going to pay federal employees with kids that are out of school for 15 weeks. And you're also paying for their teachers who aren't working at the same time. And so one government agency is not doing its job. And therefore, the other government agency also needs to get free money. Oh, that's number three. Number four, a California bill is going to give $1,000 fines to retailers with separate girls and boys sections. And in, in, on top of that is Potatix or Potato Head. <laughs> potato Head, that's, uh, that's number four. And then number five is this wacky band right here, this wacky, crazy band playing in their little green pods, socially distanced from everyone, hating their... Can you imagine just the sweaty just smell just going on in there? It's got to be terrible. Just mm. gross. You know those kids, half of them haven't found deodorant yet. Mm-hmm. They don't know yet, you know? They so don't. one, two, three, four, five, get your votes in while we tell you about MasterMySongs.com. Go one, to MasterMySongs.com. Go to MasterMySongs.com. Use the promo code SAVE20. We have something called the Liberty Trading Academy. And while this has been a crazy week, really starting from Wednesday, Thursday last uh, last week, the market started getting pretty, pretty shaky. And so I decreased my risk a lot this week i still had an up week which was good i'm just very very strict about the rules um, that i trade and that's through a lot of trial and er error over a long time Mm. that's that's why i do that um if you want to know the strategies that we're using or you want to watch live in the morning every single morning starting at 8 a.m central then you can go to the liberty trading academy which is mastermysongs.com use the promo code save 20 one word save 20 to get 20% off your first two months. There's almost 300 videos on the website. I just put up 45 minutes more video last night. And there's almost 300 videos on the website taking you from don't even know a word yet all the way up to trading our strategies. All right. Let me see here. What's our votes? What's our votes? We need a tally system. We got a three. We got a four. We got a three. We got a three. We got a five. We got a three. We got a three. We got a three. Okay. We got a one. What the heck was even three? I don't even know what that was. Number three. Tres leches. That's what it was. Which one was three? Oh, the, <clears throat> the, the coronavirus aid bill paying federal employees mm-hmm. with kids out of school. That's, That's right. a sleeper right there. Yeah. I, I was expecting for, that one. I thought for sure it was going to be the Blaze article about the the um, the uh, slavery mm-hmm. of being asked to do the job that you're getting paid for. The same thing. Same, same. A slavery. Don't bleep number three wins charlie that's right yeah. y'all sign up for the patreon group so you can be part of the voting process every single friday when we do the dump bleep episode when we want to of course uh now depending on how early nate has to leave every single week we will try to get the show out to y'all but we you never know it's been nate might start leaving earlier and earlier every single day so we'll just see <laughs> what happens but it's patreon possible dot com slash good morning liberty that gets you signed up for as little as five bucks a month now of course there's other tiers there's plenty of people that are signed up for vip patreon that gets you some <laughs> extra little perks but uh we have uh several members in there five bucks will get you the live show so you'll get that invite to the discount seva and there is where you can watch the show live you could see all the memes and things that we post on video for you you could watch us on video 
Uh, we're not, uh, I wouldn't say we're the most handsome fellas that you could watch. On what are you video. talking about? Not the most handsome. Like, that's a high threshold here. Yeah. You're no, you're no Brad You're Pitt. never going to be with that attitude. You're no Brad Pitt, Nate. But I tell you, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not the most ugly either. So, <laughs> so if you're looking for. That's a for, great selling point. Right if you're looking there. for. <laughs> Generally average, chubby guys. Two, two dudes <laughs> on camera. Talking about your favorite Liberty stuff, then <laughs> patreon.com slash good morning Liberty is where you do that. Get 15%, 15% off. If you sign up for the whole entire year, that's a hell of a deal, man. Sign up for the whole year, 15% off. Y'all go do it. Patreon.com slash good morning Liberty. Then leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts. We're about to cross over uh, 200, I believe uh, reviews on there. So y'all go leave us some more. So we cross that threshold of 200 that gets the show in front of a lot of people that are searching. So we are by far the fastest growing Liberty podcast out there. So continue that trend upward. The numbers are looking fantastic and you can do that also by sharing the show with a friend, share it with an enemy, share it with a foe, a friend, an uncle, a cousin, communist, socialist, and fascist alike. Share it with all of them. They need some Liberty in their heads. And if you do all of that, We'll be back again on Monday. Hope you guys have a good weekend and a good morning. Liberty. Clap for that, you stupid bastard.